This is Pastor Jared Pollard, and you're listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that every person needs community that leads to encounters that causes growth. Join us as we dive into Scripture, share testimonies, and learn to become the hands and feet of Jesus in our everyday lives. Good morning. Thank you for joining the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Kinsey Joyner. I'm Pastor Jonathan Clark. Pastor Jonathan Clark, thank you for being with us today. We are talking about this week how God's precious gifts help us grow in relationship with each other. And today we're specifically speaking about how do God's precious gifts help us become unified in faith in our relationships. Because we're talking about relationships is the focus of what we're talking about this week. And yesterday's topic was how we build each other up. Yay! Right? This this one is a little more challenging. It's a little more challenging. This one's a little more challenging. Yeah, we're going to challenge you today. And so we'll start with Ephesians 4, verses 11 through 13. It says, And he, that's Christ, gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ, until we all attain to the unity of the faith, and of the knowledge of the Son of God to mature manhood to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. All right. And so I think one of the best ways for us to grow in our relationships is to be unified in our faith. Um, If we believe the same things and we can be in agreement on things and we can encourage each other in faith, that will increase the growth in our relationships. That's true. All right. That is true. And so... Um, I'm going to give you the flip side on this, Pastor John. You're going to throw me a curveball? I'm going to th- throw you a knuckleball, actually. I didn't see it coming. <laughs> you can hit this. You can hit off speed. It's okay. <laughs> and so, like I said, I think for us to be in faith, the same faith in agreement, um, it helps us grow in our relationships. But how does it hinder our relationships if we are not unified in faith? That's the curveball. Okay. Before I just give a yes, no kind of answer, I'm going to go back and, and set some stage here because we, we decided yesterday that these fivefold gifts of Christ to right. the church, um, and we'll say apostles, prophets, evangelists, we'll say pastors. It helps us to understand right. pastors and teachers. These are people that God has done a deep work of grace in their life, and they're set forth in a local church to serve right. and to impart by serving, not to impart by lording over, but mm-hmm. by serving. That's right. And so that that foundation is here, and <clears throat> and another thing I would talk we're talking about the unity of the faith, mm-hmm. and you got it. You got to delve into that a little bit, a more little bit, because does that mean unity of all beliefs? Well, well yes, <laughs> but it also means unity of our faith, our like precious faith. Right. Um, if you're going to be together in a group or a family. If, if everybody that walks in Abundant Life Church's door today has to be united in their doctrinal beliefs, nobody's going to walk in. It's not going to work. It, yeah. Nobody walks in that way. Sure. So if you if you go back to Ephesians 4, 3 that mm-hmm. set up this passage, he said, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Yeah. So if, if our highest goal is we want to maintain in our local church with, with every season person that's there and all the new people, we want to maintain a unity of the spirit until we attain the unity of the faith. Yeah. That has, that has helped me for years and years because we all want to have firstly 
as we grow in our understanding, we want to all come to a like precious faith. Right. Faith being, this is just a reality in our lives. We talked about it earlier about a flow of faith, about if yeah. if the grace gifts of the fivefold, they have a, a flow of faith coming from them, and we jump in that flow, we get we benefit from it. Right. And ultimately, eventually, probably our our line by line doctrinal points will start to line up over time. True. I ask you a question. Uh, well, let's not. Let's do that maybe tomorrow. We'll do that one tomorrow. So to answer your question then, uh, what was it? How does it hinder our relationships if we're not? Well, if we don't have a like precious faith. Yeah. Um, it's easy to bicker and fight because in the Bible, when you read verse five, verse, you know, chapter, chapter two, verse five, I think it means this and you think it means that. Yeah. And, and if we're going to hold to staunch doctrinal positions over a verse, we're going to fight and bicker. Sure. And I'm going to think you're wrong and you're going to think I'm wrong. Yeah. We, we recently had a, a three-day, three to four-day uh, Nights of Encounter uh, fast that we did. And it just mm. so happened that my wife and I got COVID a day before yeah. that. So <laughs> we, right. were, we were truly <laughs> sidelined. We were, yeah. we were incapacitated you by were the Lord. You were on the schedule to preach. I was you? supposed to. Yeah, I was yeah. supposed to. But the Lord had a different plan. And the, one of the biggest things he did in me, and I think my wife as well, but in me, was he said, I'm going to continue to pull the strife out of you. So I'm going to deliver you from striving, firstly, just inside of you, inside yeah. of myself, mm-hmm. with time. Yeah. The clock can become a, an enemy super easy. Like right now, I'm looking at our clock. It can become an enemy. I'm going to stop striving with that. I'm going to stop striving with responsibilities because those are super important but it's easy for me to want to strive and get into my own steam and my own flesh to mm. try to accomplish those. Yeah. And the Lord said, you'll, you'll bear way more fruit if you spend time with me and stop striving and, and just get in my wake and let me do that for you. It moves you along. It moves me along. So I've stopped. I, if we're not, if we're not coming to a unity of our faith and therefore our doctrinal beliefs start coming more and more in line, we'll fight and bicker. Sure. Do you see that? It, anywhere around I, you? <laughs> Do you? Luckily, I don't see it a whole lot in my in in our relationships and in our church, but it's definitely it's renowned as far as the body of Christ. We have. Let me ask you a question. How many different if denominations? We, if, if we all came together and we threw out one doctrinal point and said, "How how many of us believe it means this?" What do you think we'd get? I mean, it would be separate, different answers probably on some things. Yeah. So, so we're striving to maintain the unity of the spirit. Yeah. If and until we all come to more and more of a unity of our doctrinal beliefs, yeah. which which over time will happen. You, right. You'll see it happen more and more over time. This this is the question I was going to ask earlier. So let's say a seasoned twenty five year Christian is sitting under under a teaching by one of the teachers, and the teacher brings out. Uh, you know, Ephesians 5, 3, whatever that is, and says it means this. And let's say that seasoned Christian has always believed it to mean something different. Yeah. Um, if, we're main t- if we're attempting to maintain the unity of the Spirit, if that seasoned Christian says, well, it means this, and starts, you know, stomping his hand on the table, they're going to fight, and there's not going to be any unity of the faith at all. Right. And they're going to lose the unity of the spirit. Right. But if that seasoned Christian says, I'm not sure I understand that, 
but I'm, I'm going to keep the unity of the spirit and I'm going to grab onto that and go pray about it and read about it and ask the Lord about it. And yeah. you know what? That seasoned Christian might, that, that some of, some of his or her doctrinal thesis is in their own mind might start slowly changing over time if need be right. towards that position because we never really truly unify over our doctrinal positions right we truly unify by the spirit and our calling and the grace that's flowing from these mm. gifts yeah that's good yeah and as that grace flows from the gifts um and from the those ministers that have that gift we're able to like you said attain the unity of faith because we're all hearing the same things from those teaching and those prophets and we're able to right. look, see the word they're preaching the word and it's it's from grace and it's from revelation and if we can jump in that that faith flow like you said with them and see and let the spirit speak to us and let the spirit work on us and we keep the unity the bond of peace and the unity of the spirit and begin to you know, just be softened by the spirit and start to understand, well, this is, this is what the word means. We can, again, we can come to, um, the unity of faith and doctrine and just in our relationships, because I think it's, um, it's important to build the relationships so that we can come to the unity of faith. Right. We don't, like you said, we don't always start there with the same, you know, belief, but, we can, if we're able to build our relationships and um, be in the same like precious faith, right, and sit and learn together and grow together, then we can become, we can come to the place of the unity of the faith. Well, if you spend time with in in this flow of faith in a local church over time, you'll watch those fivefold gifts, and over time, you'll you'll decide that hey, I tr- I trust what God sure. has done in them. Sure. I trust the God in them. Yeah. And again, we, we mentioned yesterday, is there abuses? Sure. There's always abuses. Let's acknowledge those and say, don't do it. Yeah. If you've seen abuses before, forgive them, give them to the Lord and move on. Yeah. It does. You, but you never want to throw the baby out with the bathwater because the baby's what's precious. Right. The baby's what's important. And so we acknowledge abuses. We say, don't do it. Forgive those people. And, and the other thing is that what I know is, uh, I've, I've, I've lived this for years. I always pray, Lord, those, those that are in the fivefold gifts that are flowing, mm. if any of them ever get off or in error or they're just they're, their heart's not right, would you correct them? Right. And, and you know what? God, God does have a direct line to their heart. Yeah. And he'll, he will grab their heart. Mm-hmm. I've seen him do it. He's done it to me. Many, yeah. many times Me too. he's got a direct line to grab their heart and squeeze it and change them. And he will, right. he, he will do that if, if they get in, in error or if they get off or just, just their attitude's not right or whatever, or, or God forbid sin. I mean, you know, when they get in the obvious sure. moral sins and that sort of thing. Yeah. So we're all human. We all need relationships. We all need guidance. Amen, brother. And we all need, <laughs> we all need faith. We all need coffee. <laughs> yeah. And we all need that like precious faith so we can grow in our relationships. And as we continue growing and understanding and keeping peace in the spirit, we can come to the unity of the faith. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community and small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. You can also join us at our new service times at 9.30 a.m. 
and still for our live stream or in person at 